get started and if anybody pops on. Yeah, that's it's fine. Just extra. All right, great. Hello, everybody. It is 7.31 on January 10th. This is the regular Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission meeting. I'm your chair, Daniel B. Smith, and I'll begin this meeting, as I always do, by kicking it over to Porter for a, uh, a little spiel about, about Zoom and attendance. A Zoom housekeeping spiel. Um, just want to remind everybody, especially since we have quite a few folks on Zoom, that um, this meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and cable channel 25. Please remember to mute yourself during the meeting unless you are speaking. The chat function for this public meeting is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. And um, if there are folks that are just tuning in to listen, we ask that you not turn your video on unless you're participating in the meeting so we can see our city, our uh, city commissioners, our cultural arts commissioners uh, via Zoom because we have quite a few on screen tonight. So appreciate that. And I'll turn it back to Daniel. All right, great. Thank you, Porter. Um, I will then move along to calling order, beginning with Marlo. And then Mary. I, 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 see, I see you you gesturing, Mary. Uh, and then Dina. Present. And then Marciana. Uh, and then we have Rebecca. And then Jill. Present. And then Tim. Present. And then Alicia. Present. And then uh, Brooke. Present. Great. Thank you all for being here. We have a, a short but um, hefty agenda beginning uh, by approving the November 8th regular meeting minutes. Um, as always, if you have any objections to what the minutes contain or any corrections, feel free to shout them out now. Otherwise, uh, I will be looking for motions to approve. So moved. Thank you. Does anybody have a second? Second. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, I will now once again call the roll, starting with Marlo. Great. And then Mary. Approved. And then Dina. Approved. And then Jill. Approved. And then Tim. Approved. And then Alicia. Approved. And Brooke. Approved. And then I will approve as well. Passing uh, unanimously. unanimously. Uh, up next, we can move right along to public comment. Um, there are a couple of folks here, maybe a couple of folks online. Um, so if anybody is interested in making a public comment at this time, uh, please raise your hand or, or signal affirmatively. It doesn't look like we have anybody person who's looking to make a public comment. Um, if anybody's online, shout out or uh, you know do a little raise hand reaction. Okay, hearing none, seeing none. We will go straight to new business, which obviously is, is the main meat of what we're here to do tonight. Um, we are going to be reviewing the 2024 Community Arts Grants applications uh, in order to make a recommendation to the City Commission. Um, before we dive into this, I would like to just thank everybody who has applied. We had a total of 32 grant applic applicants, uh, 24 for our regular grants that we do every year, and then uh, let's see, eight for the mini grants, which are a new thing. Um, so I'd like to yeah, just thank everybody who, who applied. Um, the process it, for reviewing them is arduous, and, and you know, applying takes effort as well. Um, and we are, uh, you know, not not good to ignore that effort that has been put in. Um, but then I think we, we should just go ahead. Uh, I, I think Porter, you have the um, the yeah. amalgamation of our review totals. 
yes. up and share that. Um, and then I'm just going to open up the floor and hopefully somebody else other than me will, will speak for a little bit, um, give some perspective on what we might do moving forward. We have $75,000 to give out and uh, $176,691 in applications. So obviously fully funding everybody is not an option, unfortunately, uh, maybe next year, but we will, um, so uh, I'll have to keep that in mind. So um, let me just quickly go through this. What we have here, I'm assuming, can everybody see the screen? Great. This is the final scoring that you all submitted to me ranked according to high to lowest score. And through our system with the standard deviations, you're seeing blue ranks higher and red is lower on the scale. This 18 that stands out as green is for the um, Lawrence um, Arts Center and Marlowe, since she didn't vote on the Free State Festival, which is um, good, then we just put in a median score, but I wanted to identify that separately to make sure people are aware of that. And then of course we also have the mini grants, which is a, a I still use the same score sheet, but it's a simpler calculation in that we um, agreed to have five mini grants for a total of $2,500. So keep that in mind that you all wanted to give five mini grants. So that takes $2,500 off of the $75,000 for the, um, the full grants on the other side. So, um, so we can start with either grant program. Um, and I can do the scoring right here on screen as we go, depending on the percent that you want to fund. Um, I did do a 100% model, but I admit I just realized I did not calculate the $2,500. But this gives you a sense. If you were to fund at 100%, that would get you to um, number 10 on this form, just to give you a sense of you know what we're looking at from that perspective. And obviously, you guys can do different percentages and that type of thing, but just to give you a sense of what the situation is. So I'll leave it up to you guys to decide what you want to do first. Should we do the mini grants first? <laughs> Start small? <laughs> I think that's fine. Um, so yeah, the scoring here I think sort of speaks for itself. Um, you, we had eight people apply, which is terrific for the first year of the program, and bless their hearts, I want to give a shout out because I realized that our application form wasn't ideal, and I apologize, but I think I talked to every applicant and hopefully clarified things, so we got that worked out. Um, and so, yeah, I think their proposals were all good. Um, some, I think, leaned further into the desire of this, which was an equipment grant and not a materials grant, because a lot of people, I think, confused that of wanting to get certain you know basic art supplies and that type of thing which really isn't what this is geared for it's geared to purchase some sort of piece of equipment that really is related to their artistic practice and so um, this is where things landed you have um, you know obviously these scores and um, but as we said we were only going to do five mini grants you could explain a little bit more about the um uh, you said the you know the blue is the the highest scores and then the red is the uh, 
25% the lowest scores taking into consideration the standard deviation. Is that, is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So you can actually see the calculations here. And basically mm -hmm. the idea of this is it gives a color coding when people score either higher consistently or lower consistently. So the idea of this is to show, you know, for whatever reason, folks were scoring this higher than the mean. So it went up and it becomes blue, and then for lower it turns red, which here is not as evident as on the uh, regular grants. But, and it's, you know, it's consistent with the scoring that you see, although there's one anomaly here, somebody right. did score this one as a 54. The idea behind this is if somebody really feels strongly and wants to argue in favor of somebody, regardless of the scoring, that's certainly okay. And that's part of why we do it this way, is to encourage dialogue. Um, to make sure that everything is considered very carefully. There seems to be um, almost a natural break here after the sixth one where the, the scoring falls off. We go from 342 down to 312. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, I was going to suggest just doing the top five, but that sixth one is within one point, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is one point. Yeah, yeah. Dean Smith. So we we um we had previously said that we were going to fund five. Mm -hmm. So obviously we have a specific amount, two thousand five hundred, and they're five five hundred each. So that would be five. But um, it's not just about playing with the, that amount. It's about that, that we had said five was the number that we would we would fund. Personally, I, I you know hearing what Mary's saying, it's it's hard to push push against the urge to just take five hundred dollars from the larger bucket and do six and call it a day, um, especially since, I mean, for me, I'm really, I'm really glad that we have these mini grants. I mean, we'll have to see how, how it shakes out and how we feel about it after the fact, but um, going through them, it felt like it was, it was a nice opportunity to make an impact um, for, um, for some folks. Um, and I, I feel like fully funding six $500 grant applications would, I, I would not be upset if, that, if that's what we want to do. Um, well, perhaps if we agree to the first five and then come back here, because um, uh, I agree we should be flexible and a one-point difference, wow, you know, um, it would be hard to turn that, that sixth um, application down, um, and it is only $500, um, but... Um, perhaps we could come back and decide on that one later since we did say it was going to be, it is, it is taking it away from the larger grants. Just throwing that out there as an idea. That's fine. I can be, I can be uh, voted down if people want to just go ahead and, and say yes and not, and you know, not come back, that's okay too, but just something to think about. Let me ask you a question, are we, 
are we having to fund each of these at 500 or do we have some flexibility within that as well i that's that's up to you um you know the the 500 was specified in the grant you know um offer but you all do have the authority to to adjust that um, if you wanted to I like Dina's idea of looking at the larger grants first and coming back because if we are at a weird number where $500 seems like a good ad, I would say just do that, but I don't mind looking at the larger ones and coming back to these. I agree with that. Daniel B. Smith, it seems like nobody's, nobody's objecting, so I guess we, we've come to a, a quick um, indecisive uh, <laughs> Decision for for the mini grants, and then we can uh, we can look at the, the big ones and come back. Um, to kick things off, I, I will say that um, from having done this before, and, and from having just you know a minute ago looked at the hundred percent model. My inclination is is to not go with the 100% model and to maybe do 100% for, I mean, we have, a, we have a really nice, beautiful blue chunk at the top there of folks that are standing out from the pack, so maybe that could be our 100%ers, and then we could maybe figure out uh, a, a way to step down from there, maybe go to, um, you know, 85 60 and and see how far, far that goes. I remember last year going through quite a few permutations of, uh, you know, do we go do 100, 90, 80, or do we, you know, what what sort of uh, how we how we want that to happen, um, and just actually doing the math. Yeah, I can I can actually do this so. as we go. So let's just be clear with everybody. I'm just putting numbers in here as we work through this, so everybody can see it in real time. But that until we are finished and vote on it, it's not finalized. So I just want to be clear with everybody. So what you're proposing is this. which, wow, hits exactly $25,000. That can't be right. Yeah, no, it's $45,000. Oh. Oh, it's not going all the way to the... If there's a dollar sign, I can do it. <laughs> there you go. It just didn't calculate the top two. Again, so it does seem like um, there's another natural break um, between um, the next uh, three and then the group of one, two, three, four or so after that. Um, it's a little hard to explain. Yeah. That I mean, perhaps that grouping could be the next uh, percentage, like say, I think Daniel, you might have mentioned 85%, just as to throw out a random number. I would kind of like to see us get all the way down to number 20 
because there is a natural break there too with um, 202 down to 169. So if we could find a way to equitably split those, maybe by groups of the tens, you know, like four, 240s, 230s, 220s, so on. So let me make sure I'm understanding. Adina, you talked about these four, I believe. Whoops. There's four groups. Right, whoops. Or five. Being in the 230s. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that looks right. I think we missed one, the top one. It's a, it's selected. It's just not highlighted. Um, so anyway, I'm hearing a couple of different thoughts, and happy to do whatever you suggest. Dean Lee Smith, I definitely see you know, Brooke. You pointed out that that clear break between sort of the the white and the red when it goes from 202 down to 169. That is obviously a a, a pretty. It's probably the, the clearest break on the whole page. Um, as far as as ranking goes, but I am also looking at the corn the <laughs> the total over in the bottom right hand corner, which is sixty three thousand already, um, and I I like I do you know what, what Dina had mentioned about this this next three who are in the two forties and then the next five that are in the two thirties, um, I think I think going down to two going down all the way to number twenty would be would be great, um, but I, I'm worried that we're going to start splitting things up a little bit too much. And I'm curious um, if we wanted to get to down to 20. I think we would have to be already at a, a much lower percentage than 85 for the the folks that we're looking at. Um, so to me, aspirationally, I was hoping that we would get down. We, we would be able to fund down to um, number 13, all the way down to uh, the LRM Theater presents. Yeah, I, I guess this is Tim. I, I kind of agree. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, um, you know, at some point in time, it just becomes diminishing returns um, on the requests. And, you know, the simple fact is they scored the way they scored. And I think we just have to kind of let them roll. Um, you know, we ended up doing that with the TGT funds. You know, we were pretty, pretty clear about, you know, the, just like we did here, the um, the standard deviation, the number one standard, they were funded 100%, and then we just started, you know, looking for some sort of a numerical break, which we couldn't necessarily find. So we just kind of then went down the list in order of priority and scoring. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, just that, that's kind of how the group process sorts out. I mean, what if we? I hate to do this, but what if we looked at the top five that are getting 100% and we shrunk that down to maybe the top two or top three at 100% and then starting 85, starting at number um, four, you know, maybe the next couple and then again down a little bit. But um, Well, here's, here's my, uh, my yeah. this is Tim. So <clears throat> if we do that, then conceivably every year it's always going to be Free State Festival and Busker Festival because that's how they score, right? And 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 that's this is no 
no complaint about them. It's just they score so high. And I like the fact that um, it, we're, we're including three other events in here that are, you know, you know, kind of coming into that mix, and we we scored them high. I don't think we should, if if they're a standard deviation above, I think we should score them all. We should we should fund them the same way, um, because I think we're bringing in some new elements to the mix. Yeah, I get that. This is Mary. I would agree with Tim. I hate watering it all down so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both are scoring and giving them money. Yeah, it, and, and it comes down to quality of application. It comes down to how you articulate your purpose and how you meet the unmistakably Lawrence, you know, and, and all those criteria. And so I think, you know, our inclination is we want to we want to satisfy everybody, but we can't. And so hopefully it becomes an iterative process, and and people that don't you know, functions that don't, events that don't score well will hopefully relook at their application next year and their offering and, and revise that and, and work through it to where maybe they can score better. Um, but we really just can't be everything to everybody. Wish we had a million dollars. Well, 44 that after we become parks, recreation, arts, and culture, or whatever we're going to become. I think that's a great point just because, you know, when we're looking at a strategic plan and that whole process, just this grant program is literally the most important thing that we do. And so I think I know a lot of us have spoken to Amanda and her team, and I think we've been advocating for more grant money, and this clearly demonstrates need and desire for it. What would 75% look like on those three that we're funding lower? The change these to 75? Yeah. What would that look like? So depending, you'll either have 72,500 if you go with the five mini grants or 72,000 if you go with six. Hey. So I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Porter. Oh, sorry. If you just go with the five mini grants, you'll have $72,500 to work with for these grants. Okay. If you do add that extra $500 sixth mini grant, then you're at $72,000 for these grants. Do you know, be Smith? So about $11,000 left. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh gosh! In the next like three or such big, like oh, so many big amounts. That's so tough. This is Dina again. What? What if we put the next? I think it's five um, on the spreadsheet in at a certain number. I don't know. Maybe seventy or sixty-five. And see what the number have to go down to fifty. Yeah, at least fifty. Yeah. It could have to go down to fifty percent at least. Mm, I mean, we're already over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that puts you over. Well then. 
I mean, if we, I, I'm going to go back to those top five. If we were to, you know, maybe top three at a hundred, then the bottom two at like eighty-five. I mean, then we could get at least one more grant. You know. I guess I like I like the top five at a hundred percent. Yeah, I just I don't think I don't see how you break those down. Much money. Right. I know, but if it goes, if it's between like someone getting a grant and someone getting all of the grant, I would choose someone getting a partial grant. I wouldn't. We've got too. There's too little money involved. Yeah, I I, I have to agree. To make any kind of a difference, we need to fund it or not fund it. Mm -hmm. This is Dina. I would agree on that side also. I think the top five um, were all, you know, obviously from the scores, they're all really high um, scoring applications. And I would advocate for keeping the top five at 100% as well. And I, you know, I, I, this is Tim, I guess, um, I, when you look at this, this is kind of where we end up being, because if you cut those 50% down, we, we might as well just not give the grant. You, you're, I mean, we're just, we're just cutting them down too much. And I just, I think, uh, you know, if this is where we run out of money, this is where we run out of money. It's a tough decision, but I think it's where we are. Well, then I would, I would probably stop at the quilt convention because if you give one to 238 then the other one that's 238 then yeah yeah you know, i don't know that matters but if you did um porter if you did the number nine at 75 what would that put us at oh so we have some money left but Dino B. Smith, yeah, I feel like going below 50% doesn't, to me, doesn't make sense. 50% is, is, seems like the, the bottom. So I think the, the options are to kind of stick with what we were just looking at. And the other, if people want to keep the top five at, at 100, which, I mean, I definitely understand the desire to, to fully fund or, you know, substantially fund the, those who are, are so, you know, so clearly set, set out from the rest of the pack. Um, I mean, I think that the other option would be to, to do two tiers like we have now, but do five at 100 and then just see how many 50s we can do. Just because I do think that, um, you know, 50% for, for a lot of these uh, and it, these programs or these organizations would be would be substantial. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how other people feel about that. I also, I, I'm not as hardline on, on the 100% the, the being, being the top. I, I, I could see a couple of 90%. I, I don't think that, to me, that doesn't necessarily like uh, undermine the the accomplishment that those organizations have have achieved by by ranking so highly. Well, I mean, even if we do that, we're only freeing up two thousand dollars functionally, mm -hmm. and. You know, when you look at the requests and the order that they're ranked, that, you know, moves the needle marginally for them, too. If 
if we kept it the way it was, but then did like instead of 75 and moved it to 80, would that go way over order? I mean, make the 475s 80s? Yeah. We could probably go to 85, couldn't we? On those guys? And be just right? Maybe a little over. And then we have an extra $500 for the mini grant, right? Uh, you actually would have um, a th almost 1000 Okay. Because you need 72. If you do six mini grants, you need 72,000. Mm-hmm. Suppose you could bump up number six to make it even. Oh, what happened? Oh, that's a little too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'd like that. Yeah. Why is it doing that? You're an excellent typist. There we go. That gets close and I can tweak. Uh oh, I guess if we went to what, 91? I'm not a mathematician, guys. And then are you saving an extra 500 for another mini artist? Yeah. <clears throat> so 72,000 gives you six mini grants. If that's what you're, it sounds like you're leaning that way, so. decision. I personally would like to fund the inclusive market project. I think that this year was their first, this past year was their first big market um, at the LEED Center and it was such a success and this one was for four and so I would love to see them get a little money to kind of go forward. That's my input on the inclusive market. Um, I think it, it being the 10th and the next one, um, I would just be interested in, I know what you're saying about you don't want to give, you know, 50%, that would what, 60, what, $5,500? Maybe that's not worth it, but it still could help fund. I don't know, that's just my thinking is. But if I you go to that, then you almost have to do something with one underneath it because they've scored the same. That's a true. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, B. Smith. Yeah, I mean, it, it is hard because I mean, I mean, as of what we have right now, the we are we are funding the uh, the ninth ranked applicant eighty five percent. And then we are funding the the tenth ranked applicant zero percent, which is a pretty huge, very feast or famine. And there's only a one point difference in, in their scores, which feels like I mean I definitely understand that you know fifty percent to me is the, the minimum I would ever want want to actually fund any of these. But I feel like go, going from eighty five percent to to a hard zero seems a little bit difficult, especially since, you know, looking at the colors with the, the blue as those statistical outliers, we have a, a lot of, of, uh, of blues just in the next couple applicants. I mean, the, the uh, 11th applicant, the Pride Party, has, has three people who are statistically, you know, outlier as far as uh, above average. Um, so 
I, I would be interested to see if to, if we could try and uh, you know not go below below 50 but try and make that slope a little bit gentler um, but I'm also not the number guy Porter I'm I, I am a little I think it looks great the way so on the scoring matrix I just want to ask a quick question so look at um, well look at the pride party for example okay so and, and these scores are for each one of us going top to bottom, right? Like, like this would be, if this were my, these would be all my scores here, right? Correct. Okay, so why wouldn't, why wouldn't that first score under number 11 be blue? Because it's between the 29 and the 45s. Sh should those not be color-coded? I mean, just kind of noticing that if we rely entirely on the colors, we may be a little bit. Um, Top five look okay, but some of the lower ones. I think it relates to this. So in other words, it's not across the board this way. It's according to the, the, the column, columnar scoring. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on the scoring. So it's not like 35 is the magic number. It depends on that column and how that is How it's scored scoring. Overall. Okay. Right. Good question. But that's, yeah, that's, that's part of the design of this is you're really hearing from each score independently, so to speak, but then putting them all together as an amalgam. Got it. So yeah, I think that's important is that the blues give you some indication of who's doing what. Um, it's not hard and fast per se, but it does give you a sense of where, where those scorers were leaning, so to speak. Which to, to Daniel's point, the, um, you know, the, some of these are obviously, these folks were more interested in those programs, if that makes sense. And then, you know, it goes all the way down here where you have somebody but then it's not as consistent, that's all. Yeah, we just have to be careful uh, kind of using that because, you know, you look at, which, I mean, I love all these events, but, you know, you look at, uh, you know, number six has two blues and it's funded a lot, but number 12 has two blues and it's getting zero, right? So, I right. mean... It, it is, it's graphically representative, but I think we have to be a little careful. It's there. meant to be, you know, to encourage some level of dialogue yeah. as needed, but it's really not. Yeah, I don't want, yeah. I mean, you don't want to rely on numbers it. are, you know, numbers are numbers. Right. They give you information, it's data and information, but, you know, it really is up to. And as I sent to all of you, you know, I reminded you all about the strategic plan. Um, and some and the goals of the city that line up with that too. So your job is really not easy because you're trying to weigh and balance all these things with a limited amount of funds. As Daniel pointed out, um, the budget is 75,000 and we have requests of over 175,000. So you have 100,000 more asked than you have money to fund, which is just the painful truth. Sounds like a typical year. Yeah. Uh, D.W. Smith, Porter, just, just for uh, the a purpose of, of seeing what it looks like, I, I'm curious if, you know, leaving the top five at 100, I'm curious if you just start plugging in the 50s, how, how far down the, the list it goes. Uh, 150 too many. That gets you close. 
What if you just gave the balance to Mixmaster? I realize it's not 50%, but you know, they run on a really small budget anyway. No, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> 950. Be about 12, a little over 12%, I guess. There you go. I would like to see the two below the top five. Um, or no, maybe two or three. I don't know which one. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know. Oh, so hard. It is difficult. I mean, we had, I mean, we had Mixmaster in here reporting about the program, and I feel like they clearly align really well with yeah what we're looking to promote and what the city's looking to to see develop. Um, I don't know if other people feel like a 50% um, allocation is, is, you know, not impactful enough. Um, but, but for me, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I'd be interested to hear if other people feel like that's, you know, that is not ha gonna have the impact that, that we want. I do think it takes down the number six and seven pretty low when they weren't asking for very much to begin with. Right. Well, and I feel like $840, I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but that just doesn't seem like much. I mean, what are you going to do with that? Alicia, my thought is kind of playing around with the, I, I think the 100% for the top five makes sense, but then um, maybe playing around with numbers and not that, I don't know, since this is my first time, I don't know how often you all play around, but maybe try 65% for the next three and then, or four, whatever is one, two, three. Yeah, for the next three, try 65% and then maybe down. It, might, it still is going to make it go up. Maybe, I mean, you don't want to do less than 50, right? Especially, I mean, I look at some of these projects um, and I'm sure some of them, even with, you know, three, four thousand dollars, they're going to be thankful. Not, not all, you know, maybe not every single one or they'll all be thankful, but um, I just want to see what the numbers look like. I mean, I mean, at this point, even if we took like, I'm going to keep going after that top five, but the, the bottom, like number four and number five, if you took them to 90%, that could put, you know, another $2,000 into the pride party. And it wouldn't be them that much. I really like, I, just, I like a broken record. I still like funding the top five at 100%. Yep. But even there, yeah, you could move them up a little bit more quarter and I mean, $3,500 is so much better than, I guess before it was like, oh, that was the one below, that was the 840, but. 
still, I mean, that's a really, that's a reasonable amount of money. You know, B. Smith, I definitely, I mean, I, I said earlier that I'm, I, I'm happy to see a little, I'm fine seeing a little bit of, of movement in those top five. And I do think looking at the numeric breakdown, well, I mean, the, 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 number, the, top, the top rating is just kind of astronomically higher than everything else. But um, as far as groupings, we do have that 270. And then the 261, 259, which are second and third, are silver and bronze. Um, are, are pretty close to each other. And then the four and five, which we knocked down, knocked down to 90 there, they are, I mean, there's a little bit of a gap there. Um, so I, I, I'm okay. And, and, and I do think that, you know, thinking, you know, about the impact and about how this will be, be received or how the organizations would feel about this. I mean, for me, I, I would, I'm never, I would never be mad to have an application 90% fulfilled. Um, and the fact that it does free things up and kind of allow, I mean, I mean to me this looks like a, a pretty, a, a pretty healthy um, range. Um, I feel like the folks that are on the bottom end are still getting, you know, 50%, which is meaningful, um, and the folks that are on top end, I think either 100 or 90% is is you know showing that they're standing out. 90% is quite a bit more than 65, so there's a clear cutoff there between those top five and the rest, so. Does this leave the, the wiggle room on the, on the mini-grants, though? I have to adjust. Um, I guess since these both score the same, I might. 49%? Yeah, I mean, technically. Just to see. Isn't that just about it? Yeah, I think we we can you know we can probably cover that with we have other budget that for eighty nine dollars that we could probably manage. Mm -hmm. That looks pretty good. D.W. Smith, hearing Mary says that looks pretty good is is very reassuring <laughs> to me. So going back to the mini grants, we should. It sounds like you all are interested in funding six, not five. And so if that seems consensual, we should do a, a motion and a vote. Danby Smith, I'm looking for a motion to move ahead funding the top six mini grants in the amount of $500 for 2024. Motion. And thank you, Jill. Do I have a second? I will second. Great, thank you, Dina. I will do the roll, starting with Marlo. Great. And then Mary? Approve. And then Dina? Approve. And then Jill? Approve. And then Tim? Approve. Alicia? Approve. And Brooke? Approve. I shall also approve our, uh, our mini grant. Uh, our, our funding for the mini grants will, uh, will pass unanimously. Congratulations, oh. everybody. So $3,000 for mini grants. So that is complete. And then... I do want to say real quick, I was really happy that I don't know um, the, the high schooler or the Aiden who is the, the younger to apply. I was very excited to see youth applying. I'll just say thank you, youth, for applying. <laughs> you. B. Smith, I'll, I'll agree, Alicia. Thank you for calling that out. Yeah, I, I thought that was great and really drove home kind of one of, one of the reasons why having the many grants is, is so great. 
as like an on-ramp for, for folks to get involved in the process. Um, so it looks like uh, we're looking at the, the, uh, um, the non-mini grants, the major grants. Um, and obviously, I think we're ahead of schedule. Maybe that's not true. Uh, I, I remember this going on kind of forever last time. But if anybody has any, anything else they want to say, of course, we have, we have time. Um, but um, I would also entertain a motion to just approve the dang thing. I will make that motion. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Do I have a second? I'll second. Oh, uh, thank you, Brooke <laughs> and, and Mary, uh, on the, the double second. Um, I will now call the roll, starting with Marlo. Approved. And then Mary? Approved. And then Dina? Approved. And then Jill? Approved. And then Tim? Approved. And then Alicia? Approved. And Brooke? Approved. And I shall also approve, passing unanimously. We have done um, the 2024 uh, Community Arts Grants. Both, both mini and, and regular. Um, thank you all. Uh, I emailed Porter after doing my own personal reading. I, do not, I don't know if my memory of last time around is just rose-colored or not, but this was very difficult. Um, I, I hope, I, if anybody is watching or reviews the footage, I, I would hope that they know that whether or not we fund something fully or at all or, or partially is not necessarily you know, a statement on whether or not their application deserved to be funded. We would like to fund them all. Um, and that we really appreciate um, them applying. We hope that you keep applying. If you get money, even if you don't get money, um, choosing not to fund things is probably the hardest thing that this body does every year. Um, and until we have $176,000 to disperse, we will have to continue making that decision. I don't know if anybody else has anything else that they want to say on the matter, but, um, so, really? This is Dina. I, I would like to chime in one thing. I thought that um, uh, I agree with you, Daniel. This year, the process did seem to be a lot more difficult. Um, um, and one of the things uh, that I noticed um, uh, was that I think that the applications that didn't score as high, um, in my opinion, for the most part, were because they didn't explicitly address the um, uh, the um, strategic plan and the cultural plan. Um, some, I, I think, were implicit, but the applicants who were very explicit about how their project addresses um, those goals, I think, uh, were for the more were the more successful ones. So I know that's in the instructions, um, but I wonder if maybe there's some way that that can be even more emphasized. Um, might be really helpful for next time around. I don't know what do other people think. I thought that the quality of the applications this year was a lot better. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a few years now, and I noticed that there were several grants in particular where the, the grant writing skills have just grown so much in the last few years and, and really um, spoke so well to the projects where before we had some really good projects, but maybe the grant writing wasn't quite up to the project. And this year, I thought that the, the level of writing was much better. I would agree with that too, Mary. 
which made it more difficult. Yeah, actually, I, I, as the person on the staff side, watching all of you do this, I also want to give kudos to all of you. I know this is not an easy task. Um, obviously, 24 grants to review is, is a job, and especially right after the holidays. So I also want to say thanks to you all. And Mary, I really appreciate what you said. I think, you know, I have seen improvement throughout both of these grant programs from the community. We're seeing more people respond. Um, I also want to say that there have been many occasions where people did not get grant funded one year or maybe two years in a row, but eventually may, may have received and did receive grant funds. So I think that's a message to anybody writing grants is don't give up, <laughs> um, you know, that, and it, it is, it's, it's, a, it's having this many applications, the, the city commission will be informed of that so there is an awareness also that there is this much need and want in our community. So it's, it's all good, and I know that doesn't fall well for folks that may not have gotten funded, but I do think it's part of a bigger um, ecological system, which is very important in Lawrence. I second that, Porter. I feel like with the size of our town, our grant pool of funding is relatively small. So I think if we could make the case for that argument to go in front of the commission and ask for more in the future, I'm definitely in favor of advocating for that. I did have one question. I was curious, with the soft deadline, did you notice an improvement in that process? Like, did we get a lot of applicants that applied in that soft deadline? Uh, that's did a good that question. Quality? Not a ton. I think it was six that um, submitted their application. A couple that had not applied before, and others that just wanted another opportunity to sort of go through it, which there was nothing really significant. Um, I counseled each of those six people and gave them some feedback. Mary was really helpful in giving some feedback as well. Um, so I think it was helpful and um, just made sure that people really were, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's, as we say. And so it was a good opportunity. So yeah, I think that was good. And obviously, the mini grants are um, a good opportunity for folks as well. I've, I've done that mini grant program in other cities. And um, it can really be a game changer for a, an emerging artist. Um, so I, you know, it's amazing what $500 can potentially do for somebody, really help them get, get launched. So I think that's a great effort, too. Unfortunately, our economy, $500 doesn't go quite as far, but it still helps. All right, great. Thank you, everybody. We do have one other thing on the agenda, uh, which is um, a little bit of old business, and that is reviewing and finalizing our retreat agenda. Our retreat is coming up. It is going to be on Sunday, January 21st, from uh, 1 to 4, I believe. Is it? There? 1 to 4, correct. And it is going to be at the Parks and Recreation Building at correct. 1141 Massachusetts Street, right in the middle of South Park. So. That is correct. And for parking, um, you can park south of that admin building right on South Park. All of the parking south of the building on Mass going south is free. Um, so, And then on your way out, you can hit the uh, playground, too. So you can release all that stress of sitting through a three-hour meeting. Um, so this is the agenda that I've assembled based on our conversations prior. Obviously, we have limited time, and there's certain things we have to do. Um, I did want to do an orientate, you know, go over everything just to make sure everything's up to speed. Um, and then we will elect officers in these positions. So if anybody's interested, please start considering that now, or you can nominate other folks as well. And then um, we wanted to do a budget review, which is fairly straightforward, I think. And then a program review, which of course is what the budget is geared for. So just making sure we're tuned in with all that. 
and um, review the community committees and membership and assign new committee tasks as we go through that. Review the strategic plan, the mission goals and progress indicators, just quickly go through that as well. An update on parks, on the uh, parks, recreation, arts and culture comprehensive plan and the ETC data, which will, uh, we have actually received that data now and I think I can share it at this meeting. And then Marlo wanted to do an aspirational discussion. I think we will, I'm gonna try to insert in there, we'll do it on the fast track, a coma review um, just to get that done so that we can go over the, the Kansas Open Meetings Act to make sure everybody's up to speed on that. Um, and then plans for 2024 beyond any of this, you're kind of locked in obviously programmatically because that's what the budget reflects. Um, and the comprehensive plan is still in process, but I think this gets, covers most of the things that we need to do for the following year. Porter, I would, this is Tim, I would like to, um, and, and I'm going I'm to borrow Mary's broken record analogy here. Um, something that's really been weighing on me this year because, you know, now I'm doing TGT and I'm doing this. I, I really feel like we need to have a, a conceptual discussion about how we coordinate that data. Because I have I have a couple of concerns, and 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 rightfully so, people are going to apply for all the programs, right? They should, but we should be mindful about what they're getting, and mindful of that in light of their budget. Because I one concern I have is that somebody could conceivably get funded by both of our programs for more than their budget because we're not we're not coordinating that that data, and and so they're going to get more money than they ask for. Conceivable, because you know they're applying; they're basically using the same application for both sources, um, and that could be taking money away from people then that that don't get it. I mean, obviously, right? Um, but I also think it's it's informative of us to know kind of what those programs. I, I don't think it should be exclusionary. I, I don't mean it to be that way, but I feel like there's oh, as we do this and we get more sophisticated about it. Since we're kind of the umbrella organization as as the Cultural Arts Commission, I feel like we have I have the, this desire that we are um, considering that information as we are making these these sorts of decisions. Um, Tim, I love you, but I can't disagree with you more. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I think. Well, I I think that if if you take uh, the premise that you've introduced. Of, of looking at both the TGT money and the, the community arts grants funding, then I think you also have to look at the KCAIC funding, the DCCF funding. There, there are a lot of different funding pools that are available, all very small. But I, I think that... Um, We should not take it on ourselves to discriminate against organizations that choose to apply for a number of different grants. I, I'm not. Let's look at the grant that is in front of us. And I think that just because someone has, has gotten, say, a grant from the Kansas Arts Commission for a project, that shouldn't disqualify them from getting a grant from the community arts grant and the same way with the TGT funding. 
that's a fair comment, and I and I I don't disagree in concept with what you're saying. Um, I, I, you know, what I'm talking about is money coming from Lawrence. Okay, if they get it from outside funding sources outside of our purview, that that's fine. But I I just have this concern that if we don't know what the the programs are doing, we're going to overfund somebody, and and that's that's. Much money. Huh? There isn't that much money. Well, okay, let's let's use Mixed Masters, for example. Okay, they weren't funded by us. But their budget, I think, is like $7,000 or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm talking hypothetically now at this point. But I've seen overlap between the two programs. And and um, it, it's, it's made me sense that we could get into a situation where somebody requests... They have a budget of $5,000, for example. They request $5,000 from TGT, and they request $5,000 from us, and they're both granted. We've just funded them $5,000 over their whole budget, and I feel like I, I, I want to protect that because in the interest of fairness, I think that that money should go to, if they're fully funded by one program based upon the budget that they've presented, then shouldn't that be all they get? And 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 I, I think this is this is why I want to talk about this at the retreat. I think this is a good conversation to have. But um, I just I, I'm sensitive to that. Timo B. Smith. Yeah, I was just going to say it sounds like what we've established is that this is something that we want to discuss. Yeah. A, a greater level. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we can make some room on the retreat agenda um, because I'm definitely interested to uh, to discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to discriminate against anybody. I mean, they should get whatever we vote them to get. I just don't. I, I don't want there to be that sort of anomaly show up. I'll add it to the agenda. There you go. Um, yeah, I think making sure everybody's comfortable. I will add too that the. Uh, committee, commission, committee, commissions and board and commissions committee has made a recommendation as well. So the TGT grant program may change. Um, so that's something we, that's an unknown at this point, but the commission has indicated a um, desire to do that. So we will, um, we can talk about all this. And I think at some point determine if it should go to a committee for further review and then bring it back. So it's good. I think those conversations are great for the retreat and I think the visioning like those things you know I think that's the point of a retreat so I'm just concerned how packed the agenda is and can we all as a body kind of commit to running through the short stuff like historical overview people could get that online where I feel like the interesting things are those conversations and that's what I feel like the retreat on a Sunday afternoon three hours can go by pretty quick that we could all leave space for those important conversations and maybe minimize historical overview and stuff like that. I would be in favor of that. I would agree with Marlo. There are a couple other things about the grant um, process that I would also like to discuss at the retreat. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd offer, too, that if people can plan accordingly, um, I'm respectful of everybody's time, but, you know, you could an, add an hour um, not that you have to take a whole hour, but if people are prepared to spend a little more time, that's up to you all. But, you know, that's another way of adding, literally gaining time. This is Dina. Um, I refrained from saying anything earlier. Um, uh, I was uh, 
going to suggest um, that um, we move uh, number nine and ten. I'm sorry, order. You're not going to want to hear this, maybe, but move number nine and ten. ten um, sort of the um, big picture, future thinking to number one and two. And I um, reread the purpose of the meeting as uh, the purpose of the retreat as it's written here. And I declined to say anything um, because that suggestion isn't really in keeping with what the stated purpose is here. Although I do think that maybe that should be the purpose of the retreat is to do longer term futuristic um, planning. And what always happens is we do all the things, and I know a lot of things need to get done. We need to elect, we need to do the committees and the budget review and the review of the review and everything. Um, but um, maybe flipping the order and doing the more creative thinking and the more bigger, the big picture thinking first on the agenda. Um, and then we can get through the other stuff, I think, fairly quickly at the end because. Um, I don't know, it seems that that is a little bit less important. It, it needs to get done, but it's a little bit less important. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if I am maybe not understanding the purpose of the retreat um, or, uh, because that, that what I had just suggested is not really the way the purpose is written out on that agenda. So. Um, but I might be in favor of, uh, well, I am in favor of using this time as sort of free thinking, creative planning time. And if that is a big goal, which I think it should be, then we should make those number one and two on the agenda. I would second Dina's suggestion. Yeah, agreed. Okay, I'll move nine and 10. Can we do welcome and intros first? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll move that up. That's fine. No, these are. That's why I want to bring this to you guys. And keep in mind that we don't. You know, we can also plan other meetings during the course of the year. I mean, I, I respect everybody's time. I respect my time. Um, but you know, that's another possibility because there there is grunt work here, obviously that has to be done for the the year. And you know, just just to keep in mind, I appreciate everything everybody's saying. The city, you, you all are an advisory board to the city commission. And so the city commission has approved the budget, which approves your programs um, for all intents and purposes. So, you know, when you do aspirational things, it's, it's good to think about what would the city commission want and how, how do you have that conversation with them at some point as well. So, you know, just to keep that in mind, obviously the comprehensive plan will be part of that as well too, so. But that's great, I can make that change easily. And uh, maybe not to be nitpicky, uh, but maybe maybe I should have been a little more specific. Maybe the number two, the orientation and historical review overview, might be a good idea to do to do after the introductions for for the sake of the new people on the commission. I'm not sure exactly what, I mean, just reading that, it sounds like that might be a good um, way to sort of position our thinking for the future. Daniel B. Smith, I, I actually, I like the idea of potentially having some of that front loaded by, by sending it to us online for review. Although I do, I do agree that I think deferring, deferring to the new members to see how, how valuable they, 
they think that, and I mean, realistically, I don't. I also don't know how long the historical overview even took last time, but I, I don't. I don't have a good memory for that sort of thing. Yeah, um, you know, you have those of you familiar. You have an orientation book on the website that goes back through some of the historical stuff. So it's really just touching those things. I, I could probably develop a pretty quick presentation that would just at least hit those key marks and remind people of, you know, like one is the public art uh, resolution has been reiterated three times over since 1986. It's just good to be aware of that, what policies are continuing on and that type of thing. So um, I think we can adapt that to be, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you guys now and I can adapt things to, uh, to be more efficient accordingly. So... I'll figure that, if you will trust me, I will figure that out and where it should land and how that should play out. Um, and, you know, part of it is we do have um, um, some outgoing folks, so it is good to, you know, make sure that their voice is heard and they can pass on um, any of their wisdom as they head on to the, to the next chapters of their lives. Okay. If that's, I mean, anything else, I'm happy to do it. But, um, and of course, you all, you know, I want to be clear. We can adjust this the day of the meeting. Um, this is not something that's, you know, legal or written in stone per se. So you have the authority to say, hey, let's move number four to number three or whatever. So, you know, don't feel that way. But this, I think, hopefully everybody feels comfortable that this captures everything that we want to address at this meeting. Order. Yeah. Do we have new members coming on? We have one, well, we have one vacancy currently, and then um, Mary's going to be moving on, and I think two other people, depending on whether they want to be re, um, reinstated, um, will either be on or will have to have those seats. So at this point, we know there, are, there will be two vacant seats minimally. But nobody knew. Uh, well, Brooke is Brooke is relatively new. Yeah. Well, I mean, people that we haven't met. No, not that new. <laughs> okay. Okay, like just coming in like January. No, no, not no. So the terms go through January. It's actually intentionally written that way so that the terms actually go through the January. And then with Mayor Littlejohn just coming on board, I'm not sure how quickly he's able to do appointments. Oh, gosh. So we would have someone starting, like, February 1st. Or Possibly something. right. Uh, okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Thank That's you. That's okay. No, good question. Has anyone invited um, Mayor Littlejohn, just out of curiosity, because it was great to have Mayor Larson there that one year? Um you know, we'll let them know about the meeting. It's really up to them whether, you know, they feel comfortable attending or not. Um, so let me, I can, I can share that with the city clerk and just say, hey, you know, they'd love to have city commissioners join if they're interested. Would you say, I just jumped in. <laughs> Would you say, Joe? Just a cameo. <laughs> or mayor cameo, that's all. <laughs> all right, great. And if anybody has anything else, obviously they can, you know, we can, there can be some emailing. So if you get a brilliant idea for the agenda after this meeting, shoot it over to, to Porter and myself. 
Um, but anyways, it is 8.38. We've had a pretty uh, substantial meeting already. We had to look at numbers, which is always painful. Um, so the last thing we have on the agenda here is committee updates as needed. Oh, actually, I want to interject. Well, I can wait till after that. I don't think there's any committee updates, so go ahead. And yeah. Committee updates as needed. Yeah, I, I don't think we necessarily need to go through any committee updates at the time. We'll have time to discuss that and even maybe look at some assignments during the retreat. What do you got? Is it miscellany or? It's miscellany um, schedule. So next regular meeting will be February 14th, 2024. Um, as some of us may remember, that is Valentine's Day. And I just want to check in and make sure that that's amenable to everybody because I'm going to have to have a little conversation with my wife. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so just wanted to check in and see if anybody had thoughts on whether you want to meet that night or change the meeting potentially. Um, I guess I'm, I think you will probably need to meet. But anyway, so just want to make sure everybody's aware of that before we actually have the meeting and maybe save you all some pain and suffering in your relationships. I would ask that maybe we change it. Um, January is a really long month, so there's five Wednesdays in January. So if we moved it to the 7th of February, it would be about an equidistant time frame, roughly. you. <laughs> um, I would, really big. <laughs> I would say the, the Wednesday before or after based on what Jill said, because you will have met on Sunday, the 21st. Um, so I think either of those other Wednesdays are probably doable. We may not be able to meet in this room, but we can meet at the parks building if necessary. So I can coordinate that. So it's really up to you guys, whether it be the 7th or the 21st. Do we shoot for the seventh and see if the room's available? The room, the, a room will be available, so that's not an issue. It really is which 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 Wednesday do you all prefer? I like the seventh. Me too. All right, I'm seeing lots of thumbs up over here on the. I will reschedule for the seventh and uh, thank you, and hopefully you all can do something romantic that night as well. Right. Um, can I ask though, uh, back to the retreat, did we make a plan for food? Are we bringing the, like refreshments or anything like that? Do we need to plan that or is that an email? Coffee. <laughs> Just coffee? Lots of coffee. No, I'm asking for coffee, please. Okay. Coffee, coffee we can We can make coffee at the rec, Parks and Rec building. Um, if, if folks wanna, you know, in the past, sometimes people make, cookies, brownies, that kind of thing, if people want to. Um, you know, you do have a little bit of budget. We could potentially bring something in. That's, that's up to you guys. I'm bringing a bottle of champagne to toast Mary. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet. Unnecessary, but sweet. Do you have I'm happy to, to, to make something and bring it sort of Pollock style, but it is true yeah. that we have our our one weird line item in our budget for, for stuff like this. So if people wanted 
people have a favorite a favorite place or want to want to have like a, a vegetable platter or something like that i feel like i feel like it's i'm, I'm totally amenable to that are we allowed to email about refreshments or is that like a quorum situation <laughs> Um, do, do, it might be a dumb question. I just want to make sure. No, it's it's a it. Uh, I think as long as it's about, you know, I, I would just copy me on any emails about refreshments. Let's do that, and so we'll just make sure it's clear that you're not up to anything nefarious behind the scenes. It's just about food. So, if you know whoever wants to do that, I don't think everybody's going to want to join in on that. Just just make sure you copy me on those emails. But you guys can all determine what sounds good and if somebody wants to order some kind of food for the, the meeting. Hey. Dan B. Smith, if, if, you want, if you're really concerned about Coma Cora stuff, you can always just email whatever you want at, to uh, Porter and, and make him your That's intermediary true. and have him you know, go between all of us. Yeah, why don't we do, that's a good point, thank you. I would say if anybody has thoughts and suggestions, go ahead and just email me and then I can convey that to everybody and we can through you know, a consensus process just determine what Sounds good, and you know that kind of thing. So, okay. Thank you. All right, that, that'll take us back to the miscellaneous section. I don't have any miscellaneous off the top of my head. My head is full of numbers from looking at spreadsheets. Um, if anybody else has any miscellaneous, any cool things that they have seen or are going to see or hear, or uh, other. I think Jill has something. Yeah, it seems like it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm so excited. Restaurant Week is coming, and I could not be more excited. This is like my favorite 10 days out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and I just pack it with lunch meetings every single day. <laughs> I'll meet you, Jill. Yes. Yes. We should have like a. Oh, wait. Only five. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even socialize. Um, yeah, so restaurant week, and there's um, all sorts of menus popping up, and they're so good at advertising for this. And whoever is in charge of their marketing is really, really top notch, and it's it's just so much fun. Agreed. I, I was just gonna. I was. I could not remember all the names. We're gonna have a new. Um, at Landmark National Bank Gallery, we're having our quarterly um, artist transition. Um, it will be um, the art opening is is um, next Friday, not this Friday. I don't. What is that date? Um, and Gil Ortiz, Brian Horsch. Next Friday would be the nineteenth. The nineteenth, um, and that starts. Um, uh, right at five o'clock and so we're gonna have a, a three-person show um, we're gonna have a three-dimensional artist and then um, two um, um, painters so uh, people are always welcome to come uh, we just had a show with Jan Gomnitz and Janet Satz and it was it was awesome we had um, probably 200 people at that opening so uh, yeah it was it was really great you guys, that's and um, so um, it's a little self-serving um, prompt there, but the, the art openings are always fun, and um, we have a really nice display space. If you have any marketing material, you could send that to me. I, I will send it to you tomorrow. To the board. Yep. And that goes for everybody. Any things that you want, want me to promote um, on behalf of arts and culture, I can certainly send that out to everybody. 
All right, great. Well, even if you can't think of them now, I hope you all um, are going to enjoy all sorts of different arts and cultural experiences over the next, I guess, a couple weeks before the retreat. Um, feel free to chime in now. Uh, if you have anything else you want to add, if not, I will go ahead and move to adjournment looking for the precious uh, motion and second. So move. Thank you, Tim. Do I have a second? Oh, is that Jill? Yes, Jill has seconded the peace sign in, in the Zoom. Uh, and that's it. That's it. We, um, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, Porter. Thank you, Kurt. Uh, thank you, everybody who, who joined via Zoom or was hanging out here in person. And I will see you all at the retreat. Bye, Bye everybody. Thanks. Bye.